What's up and welcome back to the show. This is Kevin and tonight I'm sitting here with Nick. I got James and I got Tim. We got the Saltino Company podcast. Say what's up, fellas. Good Monday. What it do? What's up, y'all? Before we dive into tonight's show, I'm going to kick it over to James, actually Tim. Um, Tim, you got something on the table. And if you check our Instagram, you'll see that we did a boomerang because we're the cool kids. You know, that's what the cool kids do. <laughs> uh, we got uh, we got sent uh, a gift. Tim, tell us what's on the table and who gave it to us. So we got a shout out to a, a, a longtime listener, even a longer time best friend of the group, uh, Jimmy Reichert. Uh, sent us a bottle of Buffalo Trace uh, bourbon cream. Delicious. Absolutely. And we are we have poured and uh, we are sipping. So is that orange soda you, I see there, Kev? Yes, that is sun-kissed. I just thought, this mixed with orange soda? Like an orange cream? Mix it. I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, later on in the episode, uh, if we do that, we'll we'll go ahead and let you know how that tastes. But thank you, Jimmy, for that. We appreciate it. Bud. <laughs> thanks, yes, thank you, sir. thanks, Jimmy. It tastes. Uh, I, what is? I said it tastes like eggnog. Pretty much. It had that kind of consistency. Yeah, yeah. I actually think it tastes pretty damn good. I, I do too. It. So huge shout out to Jimmy for coming through with the bourbon. What is it? Bourbon cream. Yep. Perfect. Huge shout out, man! Thanks for the thanks for making Tim and James and Nick a little bit more drunker in the episode, <laughs> and for supporting. <laughs> supporting if we the get show. if we get tipsy off of fifteen uh, percent alcohol, we we got problems. <laughs> we got problems. <laughs> you, we shouldn't even get a fuzzy feeling in our eyeballs from that. <laughs> now, drinking coffee, coffee, coffee. Yo, what's good, shorty? What's that? What's up with the vanilla face? approaching like 30 we're approaching like 30 episodes of the show and i never ever 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 thought i would talk about lizzo but i'm talking about lizzo today <laughs> all righty good segue yeah can't yeah, wait yeah if you follow if you follow any kind of entertainment news and of course, today I did post it on our Instagram page for you guys to weigh in. Lizzo is a part of our trending topic. And I guess that means she's really done something or this is a good story if we're going to talk about it on our show. Right. right. So some of the guys had come in. I think it was uh, Nick who didn't quite know the story of the whole Lizzo situation. And even your wife, Nick, Stacy, sent us a Facebook message and said that she's been living under a rock because she had no idea. About the Lizzo situation. So it's so. funny you say that because I live with her, so I'm also under that rock. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to come at this from, I'm going to bring it up really quickly, but I'm going to come at it from very, I'm going to be very professional and I'll be very respectful to both parties because it's, I, at this point it's still allegations. So I don't want us to be the podcast that threw some shade towards one side or the other. And then we find out that we were wrong because I ain't trying to be wrong in this. So uh, if you don't, if you're not following the story, here's how it's kind of broke down. So, from the the there's three ex backup dancers, two quit, and then one quit in like solidarity. So we have three. They're suing Lizzo based on some allegations of sexual harassment. They reference a toxic work environment, which would be the tour. They talked about uh, times where she's gotten super aggressive backstage, uh, backstage threatened even hit some individuals. Um, I won't go into the sexual harassment allegation. You guys can Google that and. Godspeed when you read it. Incognito um, mode. Yeah, you definitely clear that browser. Uh, the next thing is they, they believe that they were fired uh, due to their weight gain on tour. That, of course, that is still an allegation. On Lizzo's side of things, she says that she's not the villain. 
this is all being blown out of proportion. None of this actually took place. And what I'm hoping, I'm not a Lizzo fan. I know Tim is not because I know on your list you made anything that anytime Lizzo comes on, you're turning it off. Every time. So it's not like we're huge Lizzo fans, but here's how I come at it from this this point. I hope that it's not true, not because I'm a Lizzo fan. I really could care less, but Lizzo has built, and guys at the table will definitely will agree, Lizzo has built her music career not on her music ability, but she's built her music career on this image of anti-body shaming, um, anti-fat shaming, loving who you are, no matter how you look and whatever place you are. She's obviously a huge, she's been a very outspoken supporter of like the LGBT community and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's been her image from day one. And it would be devastating if this actually comes out that she's um, has a toxic tour environment, that she's been aggressive towards people and sexual harassment and fat shaming. Right. That would be devastating for her. Again, not a fan, just saying in general. The it would show the hippo. It would show the hypocrisy uh, in this country. I literally said we were going to be respectful, and I have James over here. No more fat jokes. That's it. He, he just said a word, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, to what you said, you know, she put on this whole image. It was like that anti bullying thing, and. You know, she was, you know, trying to have uh, body positivity and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But then she goes around and, you know, she's calling her her backup dancers fatties. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, she's walking up on a stage like Java. You know, it's just not it's not it's not becoming. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, look, if you could dish it out, you could take it. You know what I'm saying? At least you should. You, you should yeah. Well, you should. You should. You should. Yeah. But anyways, I mean. I wasn't a big fan of her music anyways. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that she can sing well. Right. She can. She has pipes. We know this. But the music that she's she's throwing out and stuff it's like terrible. that is not that great. And then if you are on that pedestal and you think you're better than everybody uh -huh. else, and all of a sudden you're throwing shade at these people who are supporting you, that's just you're just being a terrible human. Just be better. Uh -huh. Just be better. Not, not to play devil's advocate here, but I like to do that. Yes. So I'm going to. Um one, Lizzo blew up out of nowhere, seemingly, at least to me. Uh, and I think yeah, that's that when, a good point, actually. When you, when you come up like that and you finally find your lane and you can just go as fast as you want and blow up as big as you want, you're touring, you're making millions, and you've got the entire world just captive as your audience, right? I think it's really hard to maintain a steady trajectory, to maintain a steady environment, to maintain a steady mental state and i think that maybe this is something that she has struggled with and i don't know maybe i'm wrong i'm just hypothetically speaking sure. that's what i think happened yeah, that's that's a, a lot of people yeah. and i think that she maybe just got called up in the fame and the, in the rush and the fast-paced life and she's kind of forgotten where she came from sure and if i'm wrong sorry but i think that's kind of what happens to a lot of people and maybe this is a case of that good old nick giving people the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. let's oh, applaud him for look that look at that that's nice. wholesome. Get the golf clap. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm ho I'm hoping it's all just BS. Right. Again, not a Lizzo fan. I just don't. That would show the true hypocrisy in Americans. Yeah. Like, that would be what it would be. It would show. I made my millions <clears throat> being this way. Oh, yeah. And now I'm, I'm going to shame do you exact, for doing it. Yep. Exactly. I'm going to do. Yep. The exact same. So if you haven't read the story, get online. Of course, there's about 800,000 TikTok videos that will talk about all the allegations. But I thought I would bring that up. A few people, I'll go over to the Instagram real quick. A few people did weigh in. 
um, on the uh, on the Lizzo matter. So here we go. Let's throw some names out there. We got 75% said they're going to take the ex-dancer side and 25% said they're going to take Lizzo side. So Fair. four people. Uh, four people basically. Voted. Yeah, exactly. So the people who did not participate in this, y'all must live really busy lives. Uh, we got uh, our boy across the table, James, voted in favor of ex-dancers. Yep. My wife voted in favor of Lizzo, uh, more or less because, again, she doesn't want this like being true. Uh, someone named Zizzle, Sizzle the Zizzle. Oh, yeah, that's Zach. Okay. He voted for ex-dancers. Thanks, Zach. Um, Snoop Dogg was on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Courtney, who is Paul's sister. You guys hear yes. on the show. Yep. She voted for the ex-dancers. So thank you to the uh, – let's just be – two people because james you work on the podcast i don't don't count yeah so thank you for the two people that took time out of their busy days to click a button it's not hard you just (laughs) click the button (laughs) because you have to click the app to open it and then you click on our story and then you say oh i'm going to participate because i love this podcast i love it and well next time you're gonna have to tell me that that's what you do because i saw it and i didn't because i didn't even realize that there was a voting thing I didn't until I shared it. You know what? There's a vote here. You know what? I'm going to do this because I haven't done this because I'm just going to straight up do it. Look at this. We got people. Okay, straight up. Stacy, Miranda, David. Call them out. Throw a name. Yeah. Paul. (laughs) Johnny. All you guys could have clicked, uh, weighed in on this. So we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things where it just pops up on your feed and you're just on the toilet and you're just like, yeah, swipe. Swipe. Sounds like a shove it. No, swipe. Have a post-production meeting. <laughs> so thanks anyway for voting, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Damn, now we're throwing shade out. Ooh, so real quick. To our followers. I know. Real quick, Tim, who do you take? Uh, Lizzo or the ex-dancers? Which side do you take? Uh, I don't, I, I'll just take nobody's side in this. Love it. He doesn't know I, don't know, I don't know what's the, what's the truth. Yeah. And I'll really, wait to cast my really, judgment until yeah. then. We know, James. Uh, Nick, <clears throat> I know you kind of did the devil's advocate, but if... The reports are true. I'm siding with the dancers. Of course. They work for her. She is their employer for you know all intents and purposes, and she should create a safe work environment. Where right. if, if that's her Beautiful. big image, then that should be what they feel they can be inclusive in. Even if that's not her image, she should provide that. And I feel like everybody should take a page out of Taylor Swift's book. Her giving $100,000 to each and every single one of her 50 drivers, that's... That's wholesome. She's that's also changing the economic outlook of every city she performs. And the economic in. outlook of her truck drivers. <laughs> that's exactly right. So yeah, be like be like Taylor. Let's get let's get bracelets made. What would Taylor do? Oh, okay. It's now time to take a side. It's hot takes. We're gonna talk about James's favorite topic, something that gives him nightmares. <sighs> and that is aliens. I hate them things. You love them. <laughs> Yeah, actually, love I hate him and I love him. I mean, it's it's so intriguing, it really is. Especially if like one day they just came down and was like, "Yo, what's up? We've been mess- we've been messing with you guys for, like the last hundred years. How does it make you feel?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's James, hey, James, hey, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening, welcome. But James absolutely hates aliens just because of all the dreams he has. Weird dreams that he wakes up and there's an alien that's like, "Hello, James." You know, he kind of freaks Why out. Why are you doing this to me? This is true. So if you're not following Lizzo, then you must be following the news. Our government kind of, but not really, but then kind of, sort of, but then didn't say that aliens kind of, but then they may not, but they do exist. And so it's our chance to weigh in on whether or not 
we actually give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say what I've got to say for last. I feel like I got okay. the most. To I'll, say about I'll go first then. So <clears throat> I feel like Neil deGrasse Tyson is a a relatively sound thing to judge my basis or like ba- yeah. make a basis or judgment off of. Yes, yeah, right? very intelligent. And he mentioned something along the lines of if everything that we've ever explored in the universe and what we know is minuscule. It's like, like a single sand piece of sand on the beach. And that's all we've ever been able to even attempt to see or experience. And if we think that we are the only intelligent life in that big of a, I don't even know what that would be considered. Universe. Universe. Okay. That big of a universe. It's kind of like at the end of men in black when, all of a sudden it just goes out from the earth and then all of a sudden it's Milky Ways and then all of a sudden it's this, 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 and all of a sudden it's just a, a marble in an alien's marble sack, right? So who knows how big everything, all this is? I can't imagine we're the only living life out Statistically, there. Statistically, so. it doesn't make any sense. Right. So that's my... <laughs> I don't believe in them. I can't imagine that that's not there, though. True. I feel I, the same way about that. I think I agree with you. <clears throat> There's no reason to not believe it. Right. Just because something can't be proven doesn't mean that it's not there. I think that it's like the Bigfoot thing. Everybody is so high strung about it. They want to have proof. They want to have biological matter and all this. And we can probably get more into that in this conversation. But I don't know. How do you discredit something that's so plausible? <sighs> And the problem for the longest time was there was so much eyewitness testimony, but lack of proper evidence. And by that, I mean, you know, Grandpa Joe was out back with his 1990s video camera (laughs) in 2014, trying to get a, you know, a video of some random lights in the sky, claiming it's, you know, he saw aliens. Now, it's getting to the point where the government's having more transparency. Air Force spearheaded Project Blue Book. They revived it because of all the the unforese- the uns the unexplained phenomena that their pilots were running into. And so there were hundreds of thousands of accounts of pilots running across these random objects that just would that justified the laws of physics and they couldn't explain it where something could just go from standing absolutely stationary to zooming across the sky out of their reach within a split second i mean it's unheard of they can't explain it blips on the radar then it would jam their radar and then be able to see it through their ir right that stuff is interesting to me what is that because there's no weaponry currently that we know of that could do something like that. There is not a single vehicle that could do that. So the, the fact that the government's actually coming out and releasing these videos and stuff like that, it's, it's starting to get to a point where it's like, okay, this is becoming more believable. At first it was just fantasy. At first it was just something that could be plausible. Now it's something that is much more possible. And this new thing that they've come out with where they have these whistleblowers that came from different government agencies saying that, yes, we have alien bodies. Yes, we have alien craft. 
yes, we have reversed engineered some of this alien craft. It's, it's not necessarily believable to my sense because these people are like third party witnesses. These are the people that are like listening in on conversation as conversations of people who have upper clearance. These are people saying like, Oh, I'm going to tell you this, but you can't tell anybody else sort of thing. So is it credible? Not really, but to what you guys said, it is a vast universe. I mean, out of our wildest dreams, vast, and it's still expanding at the speed of light every single day. So to say that there's not another civilization out there that could be so advanced as it could make its way to us is just not, it's, it's not realistic to say. I mean, there's 100% could be life on this planet right now, not in the form that we think of, but life on this planet right now from another planet whether that be in the form of, you know, single-celled organisms or not. But I'll tell you how I feel about it. My psyche is strongly opinionated that these bitch-fingered bastards exist. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my, that's my two cents on the topic. All right, then. I mean, it's hard to believe. I mean, again, I think we all could agree. I mean, it's, it's interesting if you meet someone who, who can be, like, I don't want to say closed-minded, but an individual is like, no, this is it. Out of all, this is it. Like this is it. There's only one Tim. There's just me. There's no one else. It's hard to think that the universe is so vast, right? We still don't know anything, hardly anything about it. That you can't tell me that it's not possible. That there's something there. There's there's another uh, another form of life, right? I mean, even look at the ocean. We're still we still are not exploring the ocean to its absolute depths. And when we do, we find weird fish and weird things that we didn't know actually existed. So it's kind of interesting to think that someone was like, Nope, this is it. There's only one earth. However, I do laugh at the memes that pop up that say when the government tells you it's true, it's probably fake. <laughs> so now that the government's coming out that aliens might exist, it's probably BS anyway. I don't, they're I distracting don't, from another topic, but we will probably, get to that. probably are, <laughs> but it is interesting that, uh, with, with the alien stuff itself, going back to JFK, you know, JFK was a huge proponent of, he was a pro releasing that footage. Mm -hmm. And to this day, not going down a, a, a crazy conspiracy rabbit hole, but a lot of people feel that JFK wanted to release the information to Russia about the aliens, because that way it would solve the problem of Russia thinking that we were firing things into their, to their airspace. And then of course, Obviously, we were thinking that Russia was firing things into our airspace. So JFK was like, "Hey, let's work with Russia. Let's release this. Um, let's release what we have on unidentified flying objects." And a lot of people believe that that led to the assassination because that paperwork was still on his desk, needing his signature on the day that he died. So, I mean, is there is that just a crazy conspiracy theory or or not? You know, like yeah, so, the mafia did that one. Um, we know that. So I don't know. Like the whole eight. I don't know. I, I feel like. I feel like there's something else out there. There's no way we're, we are definitely not the superior race on this planet. Let's be honestly real. Mm -hmm. There's gotta be something way more, more sophisticated in the, in the outer space than what's happening. I agree on earth. I would, I would agree with that. And if you guys have never watched the, the Bob Lazar documentary, mm -hmm. I highly suggest you do it. I think it's on Tubi. Yeah, it's on Tubi. It's called Bob Lazar area 51 flying saucers. Um, it's produced by Jeremy Corbell. It's it's really 
really good and explains a lot of stuff. So Bob Lazar was this guy who technically worked um, at Area 51 and he was this guy who was kind of like responsible for reverse engineering. He was a, a physicist. I think he was a physicist. He was a really smart dude. Yeah, rocket scientist. Excuse <laughs> me. He was a rocket scientist. And uh, he worked for Jet Propulsion and stuff like that. And so they hired him to basically try to reverse engineer some of the the propulsion systems that they found on these craft. And he was like, I don't see any propulsion systems. If I'm not mistaken, was he not like a third-party guy? He wasn't military. He was just contracted in at some point mm-hmm. because of yep. his extreme just knowledge yep. and, and how smart he was and how able he was to do this task. He was just brought in as a third party, and he was like very cut off at the beginning of what he could and could not see. But as he got further and further into these technologies and what he was trying to do project-wise, he ended up learning more and more about some of these things. Yep, exactly. I think I've seen this, actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty good and explains a lot about, you know, the the happenings area 51 and skunk works and all this that and the other thing, but uh he's he's extremely credible in the fact that he named an element that didn't exist at the time and then all of a sudden, you know, I think in the mid 2000s something like that, all of a sudden they come up with this element. Okay. It was crazy. You got Logan uh, which I don't follow. I could care too. I don't care anything about the the Paul brothers, but Logan Paul was on uh, Joe Rogan podcast, and he came out that he had the most compelling UFO evidence ever seen. He's still sitting on it, and he's waiting on his time to release it. Okay. Supposedly, he went to it's an article you can find. Supposedly, he went to some someone's house who had this compelling evidence. He offered the guy, I want to say it was like a hundred grand or something like that for the video. Now the guy declined, but in the process, Logan was filming it on his phone anyway. And so he supposedly has this footage, and he's going to release it at some point in time. He's just waiting for everybody else to do the post-processing on it. <laughs> doing some renderings to find out what looks real. Yep. Should we go to the Instagram and see what people wait in on? Yeah, sure. All Let's right, here it. we go. Uh, we got 60% said yes, and 40% said no. How many people voted? Skeptics. All right, here we go. Two. Ten. <laughs> Math doesn't even work out. James. Across from us voted yes. Of course. My wife voted no. And um, Ashley and I don't see eye to eye on a lot. No, nah, she doesn't believe in aliens or ghosts, something like that. Um, Sharon voted yes. Thank you for voting. Courtney voted no. And Miranda, thank you for voting, voted yes. Huh. So, again, Keith, Stacy, David, <laughs> Aaron, Anna. I know friend, you saw it. Anna for, uh, is the owner of Allegiance Coffee. Zach, <laughs> vote next time. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. <clears throat> so what are we weigh in? Yes or no? James is excluded. Yes. Yes. Hey, I'm a good company. I, I'm, just along for the, <laughs> I'm just along for the ride. I want to see what happens, see what comes out. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, it's going to be... Just crazy, but at the same time, anything is possible with AI revolution now. So, yeah. what, what's what's really true? <clears throat> well, it's our government, so it's going to be really interesting. Last That's thing, it. last thing I'll say is Bob Lazar. If you want to come on the podcast, he won't come on. He will not. I tell you right now, if the aliens do visit us, it could go really well for us because we'd have light speed travel. We go really bad, but it would be over really quick. If I was an alien, I wouldn't come here. I wouldn't come here. Not with the whole Lizzo situation. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main topic. Let's get ridiculous. 
just so you know, every time that intro comes on, at least two of us at the table dance. Usually. It gets it's usually high. just Kevin and I. Mm, that's true. Tim, <laughs> our Mr. What It Do, sent over this uh, topic. And by sent, he just texted it to us. I thought it was a good one. It was basically, we're going to dive into what is our perfect ideal weekend. Did I say that correctly, Tim? Yeah, I, I'm sure. What any Anything can come from this. I'm sure there's going to be travel. There's going to be sleep. There's going to be eating. But everybody's is going to be their own personal thing. I think it's a good one. Yeah. So I would say uh, we'll, I'll start off. You work Friday. You're off work. You get to the house. Cold beverage. Obviously. Just to start the evening off. A nice warm shower. Change of fresh clothes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm game to do whatever. Now, if we're going to be traveling, <clears throat> I'd say go hard that Friday night at home with some friends, partying, having a good time, playing games, hanging out, doing whatever. Crash really, really late. Wake up really, really early. Do your travels. I didn't see ramen anywhere there. Well, what happens? It was on that late night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, wake up the next morning, and I want my overpriced coffee, mm-hmm. and I want breakfast from somewhere preferably somewhere we haven't been before i'd like to try something new we get to wherever we're going to be or if we went the previous night i then after that i want to sit around and take in where we are and most of the time i'm going to be in the mountains i'm going to be on that that porch in a swing just listening to the sounds preferably i'm with my wife and we are just just taking in what's around us a really nice nap i mean i woke up stayed up late the night before got up early this morning had a great breakfast we've been sitting around just taking in the sights talking like a two or three hour nap right there in the middle of the day it's really a nap though if it's more than a couple hours a two three hour nap right mm. there it's my perfect weekend mm. I wake up so groggy after like a two-hour nap. I wake up like, why am I awake? Oh, no. I will sleep till the next day if that's the case. That's the best for me. We wake up, and we're going to go do some extravagant dinner. Or if it's not extravagant, just a nice, just something good. I want to eat something worth it. I don't want just to throw something together. I want something good, whether I'm the one who's cooking it or not. And now we wake up Sunday morning. Sunday morning again. I want an overpriced coffee, and I want another good breakfast. And I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to just relax. I don't want to go and do anything. We, I just got back from Florida. I could have sat in that living room overlooking that water all day long. I didn't care about jumping in the pool. Yes, I wanted to go get out on the boat. But just sitting there and watching the sun rise, see the boats race across the water, Eat, drink, be merry, fall asleep when I want to fall asleep. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the total relaxed, perfect weekend. No hiking, <laughs> none, none. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would be my perfect weekend. I'm along for the ride when it comes like the whole relaxing weekend and really not doing a whole lot, but just like finding just that piece of paradise and just sitting there and just, just taking it all in. However, at the same time, there's still things I like to do. So for me, like a Friday, you know, I get home relatively early. Um, so what I like to do is if, you know, if we're all together or something like that, I like to say, you know, let's let's go out and do something that's going to be 
relatively fun for us, but relatively quick. Cause it's like, you know, I get home around four o'clock by the time we all get ready to go out, it's like five thirty six. by the time we get to a place, you know, we live so far away from everything. It almost takes like an hour to get somewhere, 45 minutes to an hour. Then you spend a couple hours there. By that time you're done, it's like 10 o'clock drive home. It's 11. So it's like, is there really much time left in the day to do something? And this is like including my daughter too. Like I don't want to take her out somewhere late. You know, that's just not my kind of scene sure. anyway. So, you know, an ideal weekend for me would be like, I get home, we get ready to go. We'll go to like, uh, we'll take, take the dogs with us to, um, uh, Cabarrus, right? Cabarrus Brewing. Yeah. So we'll go out there, you know, spend some time, get some, uh, food truck food, you know, Love. listen to some music, drink some beers, play some games, so on and so forth. Drive back home. If it's not too late, kick a movie on, get some popcorn out, something like that. Or maybe, you know, play some card games, whatever. Sometimes we just get home and, you know, all three of us just get on our computers and play video games, whatever video game we want to play. Um, Saturdays, I love to wake up to a good brunch on Saturdays. Like, I don't like to wake up early on the weekends if I can help it. I like to sleep in because I'm already waking up so early throughout the week anyways. I mean, I go to bed late. I go to bed probably around. I can't go to bed any earlier than 11 o'clock, it feels like. Like, my body just doesn't let me do it. And then I have to wake up around 5.30 in the morning to get ready for work. So it's not a whole lot of time to sleep. So when the weekend comes around, I love to sleep in. Love to sleep in. You will not find me up earlier than 10 o'clock unless I absolutely have to be. But if I end up waking up, you know, to brunch or something like that, I love brunch. Breakfast I can do. I'm going to be a little groggy getting up, but brunch is what I like to do. Nice, you know, whatever kind of brunch, I don't care. As long as my, my belly is full, I got my coffee, I'm okay. And then it's like, you know, we could do a day trip somewhere. We can go to like the mountains if it's uh, the winter time or the fall time, go to the mountains. Summer, spring, go to the beach, like, you know, Wilmington or Charleston or something like that. And just spend a day there, you know, go around a local restaurant, get food there and just spend a day, you know, out on the beach doing whatever and then drive back. Sunday is a little bit different. Sunday rolls around. Everybody gets those Sunday scaries, right? Nobody likes Sunday, especially if you got to work on Mondays. So, Sundays are like our day to reserve for food shopping, meal prepping, laundry, that kind of stuff. So that's my day usually on Sundays. And that's ideal for me because I want my week to be prepared for because I don't want to do that stuff in the middle of the week, right? So Sundays, I get that stuff done. You know, if sports are on like football, sit down, watch football, eat some snacks, so on and so forth. Um, but for me, that's a perfect weekend. Now, if we're not talking about like work, at all and it's like just a long weekend i'm partying that whole weekend we're gonna find somewhere to go we're gonna get an airbnb and we are gonna get lost in an airbnb for the weekend so i'm super jealous of you being able to sleep until 10 i'm gonna be up at 7 30 bro i'll sleep no until one what. if you let me jealous <laughs> so jealous i wish i could do that then i would forget about breakfast i, I just would but i could sleep for a total of 24 hours if you let me I'm jealous. I cannot do that. Well, how's your weekend going to go, though? So before we get to the weekend part, I'll say I have been sleeping in more lately. In the last two weekends, I slept till like 8.30 or 9, Ooh. which was a lot for me. <laughs> and I, I feel really bad about it. I'm not going to lie, because I usually get up at like 6 or 7 on Saturdays, Sundays. Golly, why? Because I get up at 5 during the week. So I'm sleeping in still for me, but I don't have to be up at 5. I get up an hour or two later. But I take the dog out. I usually go downstairs or whatever. Um, 
So perfect weekend for me. You guys got it, both of you got it wrong. You're getting home from work at four, five, six, whatever time you get home. That's wrong. You got to leave work early <laughs> on Fridays. Ain't happening. If you're gonna bro. have a perfect weekend, <laughs> if you're gonna have a perfect weekend, you got to get out around noon, one o'clock. Love it. Plan for it ahead of time. Love it. Uh, usually we'll do this, especially if we're trying to get down and catch a Braves game. We'll get the car packed up, ready to go. We'll get done with you know whatever work, school functions we have to do. And then we'll take the highway straight down to Atlanta. Right. We'll be there for dinner. We'll be there to watch the game if we want to that Friday night. We'll be there to walk around the battery, explore, shop, eat, whatever we want to do. That night, we usually are going out with some people, hanging out at the bars. It's not going to be as crowded during the game because everybody's at the game. Right. So we got we got a whole place to ourselves. From there on Saturday, we usually get up around 8 or 9, try to make a good brunch. There's this place that we love eating. It's called the, I think it's called Good, Good Food Company, or just good, called Good in general. The food is really good. I'd hope so. Okay. Place called Good, it better be. It's like a farm-to-table place. That everything's really uh, kind of organic-based, uh, really fresh food. It's just delicious all around. So Anytime we get fresh stuff, it's nothing beats that. It makes a difference. It like really does. Farm-raised fresh eggs and stuff. Nothing beats that. <laughs> So we'll we'll try to go eat there at least once a weekend whenever we're down there in, uh, at the Braves games. Saturday during the day, we'll go straight from there to the Battery, check out all the shops, food stuff, get uh, any kind of shopping we need done. We'll go to the convenience store, get go to the gas station, whatever we need to pregame in the hotel room or the apartment or wherever we're staying. And between the hours of like noon and four, we're just at the hotel. And it's kind of just whatever you want to do. If you want to shower or nap and hang out, if you want to rage and, and throw back some shots, whatever you want to do. When it's time to go to the game and we go like two or three hours early, we will get to the battery, get in line for whatever place we want to eat because the lines are ridiculous. We'll get a good table. We already got our seats and tickets. We find a secret entrance where we can sneak away up the bridge, not have to worry about waiting in line, get to the game early. We got food, hot dogs, pizza, beer, whatever you want. And then we hang out there until the game's over, get the dub, hopefully, Walk out of the stadium straight to the dueling piano bar, which they usually have like a 90s cover band, or they've got, uh, I mean, plenty of other options. They've got restaurants and all that stuff. So that's a pretty good time for us. It sounds like a pretty good you are a, You're a Braves fan through and through. That's All the way, man. Yeah, I love it. We had season tickets last year. We didn't do it this year, so we don't get to go as much, but we make the most of it. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Then Sunday, too. you got to get up, check out, drive home. Mm-hmm. Right. And it takes forever, but... <laughs> I know how that goes. So then a good little nap on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. couch naps are awesome. They're they're good. I, I, I get an ugly nap in when I sleep on a couch. And when I say ugly nap, like <clears throat> if you were to walk in, on, in into my house when I'm like napping on the couch, it's mm-hmm. ugly. The like, shirts up I'm, against your uh, your chest bone. Oh, yeah, your belly yeah. all hanging. Yeah, out. my belly's all hanging out. My hands are down my pants. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> Yeah. Just out for the count. Yep. Done. Okay. I like I mean, I like yours so far. It's pretty good. I was going to come out mine from twofold. Okay. So if on one hand, let's say it's a weekend where we have nasty inclement weather. So we're waking up to thunderstorms, heavy rain, snow, whatever. So if it's like a nasty weekend, uh, we just want to sit in that living room. She'll sit in her chair, which is like back to the window, and she'll catch up on reading you know, she obviously loves reading, so she'll catch up on books that she hasn't read yet, or she'll just flip through TikTok for hours and hours. And I'll sit on that couch, 
and just binge watch either new TV shows that I haven't watched yet or even go back and rewatch some old ones. Or uh, James kind of mentioned at one time, kind of tinkering. I'll go out in the garage and kind of just mess around, do, you know, just make it look like I'm actually doing something. So if it's a, if it's a nasty weekend, there's nothing better than just hanging out in the house, hearing the rain hit the windows and just chill. Mm-hmm. And there's no guilt for that. None. Not at all. Because it's raining outside. Yep. That's your excuse. Yep. So then Sunday rolls around. And Sundays, sun, it doesn't matter if it's nice weather or not. Sundays are typically off limits. We typically don't really want to do much. Like if you go to church, you go to church, you go get some eat. But pretty much when you come home, it's it. Like we're not trying to really make plans, do anything, go anywhere. That's usually when we'll have like a nice dinner, like steak, potato, something like that, just to kind of get that Sunday dinner and then get ready for to start work basically. If it's a nice weekend, just like we had last weekend here in North Carolina, uh, it's wake up early. We went hiking last weekend, and that's her perfect uh, weekend. Wake up at about 5 a.m. You're getting ready in the car by 6. Grab coffee from whatever's available. Maybe grab some breakfast. We drove a little over three hours to the hike. Do the hike. Find some like cool place to eat lunch. Um Maybe find a coffee joint along the way, come home, um, limp in the house from just how sore you are from the <laughs> Jason, yep. Jason waterfalls. Jason waterfalls. Um, and then Sunday's back to off limits again. Yep. Woke up, we went to church that, you know, and our Sundays are always the same routine. If we go to church, it's we stop at Duncan, we get coffee, we, we, we grab the app, the mobile app, we place the order before we get there, we get our coffee, we go to church, we come home. Lights out, nothing like hanging out, sitting on the couch, watching TV or whatever, and then try to go to bed relatively early so we can prepare for the week. But that doesn't always really happen. So we are kind of twofold. Either one, we want to do nothing. Yep. Or B, it's balls to the wall. And it's like 445 wake up calls to go hiking. And you're like, oh, my God. But then once you get on the road, it's good. Yeah. Like you, there's enough caffeine and hatred to make your heart. I'm envious of you guys being able to get up that early on a weekend because, I mean, I do like sometimes I will get up that early. I don't it's not like I want to, but my body's just like, hey, we're up now. Congratulations. But I tell you what, that that morning air just hits different. Oh, being as fat as I am, it's the best time of day <laughs> to be outside too. It's it not, just it's hits not so different. hot and just got the dew on the beautiful. grass. Yeah. It's just yeah. nice. nice it hurts. Cool. I mean, I'm not a big fan of like I don't like waking up early. It hurt. Like for me, waking up at 5 a.m. to go, it hurt. Like it physically hurts your body. Yeah. <laughs> like your eyes are like still stuck together. Your brain and, wakes up. It's like, dude, you know, like I'm not God. done recouping yet. Especially right here in North Carolina. It's still like, it was, it was, it's hot as hell. So even in the morning, it's a little bit, but it's still humid and muggy. I was and, sweating walking to the car. Yeah. This yeah. So I double checked with Ashley and that's, that's basically we're on the same page. Like either a, we do nothing, which there's a good, there. There are, even when there's, I don't know, there have been the weekends where it's like beautiful weather and she's like, I just want to like veg. Like just, I'm like, down with it. <laughs> down with it. Yep. It's my favorite. I mean, you know, sit on the couch watching TV, TikTok and YouTube. And we all just live such a busy life Monday through Friday. Just the normal life of getting up and down and doing whatever we have to do that. I honestly, I just want to just be as lazy as I possibly can Same on that weekend room. and recuperate from... Yeah, that week, yeah, and even though I'm not doing much physical work anymore, it's mentally still, dude, taxing. Yeah. It's still maxly. I mean, yeah. it, technically, you're still working your ass off, right? 
I mean, you're not out there slinging tires around with the rest of the guys, but I mean, I'm sure you're still doing it from time to time, but then there's the mental thing that comes along with managing them. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing better than, than just kit. Like you said, like laying around the, laying around the living room and catching that couch nap. But see, I, I, I don't, I like a good couch nap. But I'd rather nap in the bed. See, I'd rather I'd rather nap in my bed. Oh, if I usually get up from the couch. <laughs> but Ashley it. knows that if I go upstairs to get in the bed, it's lights it's, out. It's a wrap. It's lights because <laughs> I'll nap. I'll nap. She'll, she's like, "Hey, let's close our eyes for like an hour." I'm like, all right, cool. We'll get the TV on a low volume. We'll both like pass it on the couch, and she's like, "One hour." And then I'll wake up, and I'm like, "Oh my god, like, where where am I?" <laughs> and she's like, "You've been out for five hours." <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the alarm go off? No, I did not. She's been up like cleaning, cooking, and I'm like, oh my God, five hours, really? Even if I go upstairs, it's the same thing. Lights getting turned off, shades are getting drawn, fans, fans getting turned yep. on, oh, yeah. climbing in that cold bed. I'm out, man. Yep, yep, yep. If I take my contacts out, I'm gonna. it's going to be a good nap. <laughs> it's going to be a real nap. <laughs> I really wish I could I could do that. I just so much stuff going on that I can't do that lately. You know, I got you know, the three dogs and stuff like that. So usually one of them's like, "Bro, I got to pee," and it's like, "God damn it!" Like you were just outside. Like I'm forty five minutes into my nap, and you got to pee have, again. And our two are like couch potatoes. So you run them out real quick, and then as soon as they see you assuming the position, they'll sleep just as long as you do. So like, there's there's no disturbance unless there's like something you know. Kids yelling or something like that in the neighborhood, and of course you're going to get woke up hearing that. But every time I go to take a nap, I get a phone call from my <sighs> wife or one of my kids. Every oh, yeah. single time, and just I, like they I'm know like, what? What? Oh my god! Did I wake you up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. How long have you been asleep? About seven minutes. <laughs> That's why I love them when I can get them in. I think they're probably just watching. They're like, just wait. Hey, wait, wait for daddy. Wait, to fall wait for him. Mm-hmm. As soon as he starts snoring, call him. See what he does. Definitely. <laughs> and they just draw, they draw straws. Whoever has to call. Yeah. 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 I think those are good weekends though. I mean, cause like growing up, I mean, you know, like same thing, middle school and high school. I mean, you know, you, you always seem like you were super busy back then and your weekends were like slam packed. And it's funny cause it's like a pro and a con as we get older, we want stuff to do. Like you want to do stuff. You want to do, you want stuff to do, but then there's some days where you're like, oh, I just really don't want to do a damn thing. You have to like, have a happy balance. Yeah, there I really just want to see, yeah. be happy balance. Yep. That's why I need like an every other weekend sort of thing. Like every other weekend, let's go balls to the walls. Mm-hmm. And then the next weekend, we ain't going to do nothing. My, my balls to the wall weekday or weekend day would be going to the lake and being out on the boat. Like, that, that's about mm-hmm. as balls to the walls I want. Well, yeah, to be. there's a lot of drinking involved with that. And relaxing. That and it's still, and that relaxing life. I'm get Nick and I went golfing Saturday, and I, I'm still hurting from that. <laughs> still played <laughs> full 18 out in the blazing sun. Ugh. Pretty warm. It was like hot. 95. Oh, I don't want to do anything outside right now. Like screw that. I regretted uh-huh. after like the third hole. I was like, guess there's no wind out here. None whatsoever. No, no, no place I mean, for to those, park yeah. or shade. For those who live in North Carolina, you listen, you really get it. For those who are listening that don't live here, we, it's bad. Like, it's bad. It is real That's bad. why you want to sit in the AC all day so, and sleep. And for all everyone day. in the deep south or story. Texas, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or Arizona. Right. Um, yesterday, uh, so this past weekend, the, the, the cul-de-sac, they were texting like, hey, let's do a Sunday fun day. And at, I don't know, it's probably 12.30, I finally saw one other adult outside. And he's like, I thought we were supposed to do a Sunday fun day today. I was uh-huh. like, 
where's everybody at? Paul's gone. I haven't seen you all morning. He's like, I ain't seen you either. I was like, been in the house. You feel how hot it is out here? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I was like, you want to have a drink? He's like, absolutely. So by 12, 31 o'clock, I'm sitting on his front porch, Jeremy's front porch. 15 minutes into it, I'm, I'm taking my shirt, exposing my entire belly and just wiping my face of the Miserable. sweat. Yep. And his son's like, dad, dad, let, let's, let's, let's call Mr. Randy, see if he'll let us swim in the pool. <laughs> That's the only option if you're living Guys, here. Was that Saturday? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Jeremy texted him, and he went bonkers. I'll be home in just a minute, bud. You guys go ahead and go over there now if you want to. That's we awesome. spent all afternoon in Randy's pool. That's cool. Nice. It was so much fun. I really wish the HOA would let us have like a, a at least an above ground pool. Just something you could just just get into when it's just balls hot like that outside. Oh, you need something. Either, you need too. water. You need to release water or AC. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Well, it's better to ask for forgiveness. Than one of our, one of uh, well, Jimmy, he put his above ground pool. And they showed showed him pictures from a, uh, um, a drone. A drone. <laughs> yeah, they did with his. Yeah, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> that that's a good that invades privacy yeah on that, so that's, many levels that's we put okay. we put a 10 by 6 inflatable pool on our back patio yeah i don't really think our hoa really cares that much not after no. after randy put his in they were just like whatever his is in ground <laughs> whatever his is yeah. in ground it is in ground yeah whatever so. can't do anything about that no well, they tell them to they, take it down they promised us a pool in the neighborhood we're just making after it. phase four, Nick. We got to wait for phase four, which probably isn't coming until like 2042. By the time that happens, all of us will be moved out of this place and yes. gone elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially I still want pool rights. Especially, uh, <laughs> yeah, the lottery is still open. Lottery plays tomorrow, oh. so it could all change again. You know, hey, good. it could all change. We, oh, could I, have, we could have a good weekend every day. I Ooh. did. I did win eight dollars since we last. I talked won. About it. I won sixteen the next day. Damn you! Yeah. Did you? I won good. eight. Yeah, eight. I got. I just all I got was a Powerball number. That was it. Not enough. Sixteen is not enough for me to quit on. But I was thinking about it. I was thinking <laughs> enough to make your money back. Yeah, I was thinking about it. But if we hit the lotto, we can have a great weekend every weekend. Oh man, fingers crossed. Two fingers crossed. Tim, what a great dude. Good, good job on the topic, my man. Thanks, man. Oh well, I give you the support. Thank you for everybody who listened. Huge shout out for real. I made jokes earlier. Huge thank you for everybody who got on the like the Instagram, shot us a little vote. It means a lot. All the engagement's been really cool. Um, we really, really appreciate it. We do this not for ourselves, but we also do it for all the listening, you know, for all the viewers. So please make sure that you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram. We'll put up more stuff after this one so you can weigh in. Fellas, sign us out. Good night, nummies. Good night, y'all. Sweet dreams. Stay salty, pimps. <laughs> <laughs>